Moses and the children of Israel standing on the Red Sea, seeing the Egyptians come to them, and they were absolutely terrified, freaking out. And Moses is telling them, look, this is the moment. This is the moment where you're going to get to decide, am I going to trust God or not? Am I going to lean on my faith? Am I going to believe everything that I say I believe? Hi, I'm Alicia Michelle, Bible teacher and certified neurocoach who loves helping Christian women learn how to renew their minds using brain science and biblical truth. If you struggle with anxiety, perfectionism, worry, feeling like you're never enough, you are in the right place. I've been there and I understand how frustrating it is to know God's truth but not feel it in your heart. I created the Christian Mindset Coach Podcast to teach you practical brain and biblically-based mindset tools to help you step out of overwhelm and step into the confidence, the joy, the peace, and the closer walk with God that comes from a renewed mind focused on God's life-giving promises. Grab a cozy spot and let's get started. Do you struggle with worry and anxiety? You are not alone. Anxiety is arguably the number one mental health issue today, even for Christians. As a former anxiety sufferer and a neuro coach that's worked with hundreds of women, I've learned that we need practical mindset tools based on both brain science and God's word to get his calming truth into our thoughts. And that's why I host my free anxiety workshop, Three Steps to Freedom from Anxiety Based on Brain Science in the Bible. And you are invited to join me. Go to vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash anxiety anxiety to sign up now for this free workshop. Hello, welcome to today's episode. I'm Alicia Michelle. So glad you are joining me today. We're starting a brand new series today on anxiety, which is of course a highly popular topic. So many of us struggle with anxiety right now, and I want to give you some really concrete answers on how we can help ourselves through these these issues that cause us to worry, that cause us stress. And I want to give you, I guess, more than anything, when I talk about anxiety, I want to give you the ability to be able to drop some of the embarrassment you might feel or the guilt or the just the, the difficulty that kind of surrounds anxiety itself and give you some really practical tools to manage it from both a biblical perspective and from a brain science perspective. So today we're starting at the very top with the most important tool in understanding our mind and, and cultivating a new mindset, and that's the Word of God itself. So we're going to talk about some specific Bible verses on anxiety when you are feeling like you need calm, you need peace. I'm going to share with you four verses that you can use to combat anxiety, and I'm going to use a very specific way to share about one of them that is part of the Calm Your Anxiety Toolkit, the Bible study that is part of that. And so I can't wait to break that down and dig into that with you. All right, so before we get into that, let me share a listener review. This one is from RN Manda 5 and she says, I'm so thankful I found this podcast. I stumbled upon this podcast as I was searching for ways to help me with my thoughts. I've struggled with anxiety and depression for years, and this podcast has given me so many helpful tips to help me manage my thoughts by using scriptures. I'm still working on doing this, but after coming across this podcast, I've realized I'm not alone and my life can be different. Oh my gosh, so awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. That is honestly, a perfect segue into what we're talking about today, because yes, that is really important to understand about anxiety is that you're not alone. In fact, anxiety is the number one mental health crisis right now in terms of the highest percentage of people struggling with mental health disorders. Anxiety is the number one issue right now. Just since the COVID pandemic, we've had a 25% increase that first year 
anxiety increased 25%. It's gone down a little bit since that beginning first year of COVID, but a lot of us had that amped up back then. And we really haven't had the ability to be able to bring it back down. It's still there. The anxiousness, the anxious thoughts, the worry, the what ifs, they're all still really present. So I have created something called the Calm Your Anxiety Toolkit that we'll be referencing throughout this series as an added resource you can do as a next step. But I wanted to be able to talk about this issue of anxiety because obviously it's something that's top of mind. Um, the statistics also say that it's 31% of us are will struggle with some sort of anxiety disorder in our lifetime and 27% of us at this very moment are struggling with it. So it's happening. If it's not happening to you right now, chances are it'll happen to you in the future or somebody that you know and love will be walking through this. So it's really important to talk about it. Today, let's talk about these four verses that I've pulled from the Calm Your Anxiety Toolkit, the Bible study itself, which is called the Calming Your Anxious Heart. It is a four-week Bible study that covers 20 different verses. We cover five verses every week and for four weeks. So that's 20 verses. Plus they have there's a list of other verses in there that you can look up around anxiety. But it's broken up into four weeks and each has a different topic. So week one is when the future feels uncertain and scary. Week two is when life is stressful and overwhelming. Week three, when you're anxious about a specific event. Week four, when you're not sure what is going to happen. And so I'm going to take one verse from each of those weeks to give you an example of what some of these verses are that you can lean on, because I want you to be able to at least after the end of our time together today to say, okay, here are at least four verses that if I'm dealing with each of these different episodes or issues, I know exactly what I can lean on and can be helpful to me. So I am going to break down one of them in much more detail using what we use inside the Bible study. It's called the Spiritual Growth Rhythm, and we have a specific worksheet. So the Spiritual Growth Rhythm Worksheet. And on these worksheets, as part of the study, there each week there are five worksheets. Each day has one Bible verse on it, or when I say one Bible verse, sometimes it's, you know, verses 13 to 15. It might be a couple of verses, but it's one section of scripture that you're reading and you're responding to. And it walks you through my spiritual growth rhythm method, which is to receive God's wisdom. And we use a five-step process to do that, which we'll be walking through in a minute, which is called the five hours Bible study method. And then after we've received God's wisdom, that's kind of the bulk of what the time is, but we recognize how God is at work. And I'll explain how that works too. And release, we have a time of prayer where we're literally just letting go of anything that is holding us down, feeling like it's it's a weight on us for the day. So this three-step process, receive, recognize, and release is what I'm going to use as I walk through the week one one verse that I'm going to be sharing with you so that you can get a sense of how this works. And I I really, really love the tools in the Calm Your Anxiety Toolkit. I designed them specifically so that you would have not just a four-part training and that helps you create this plan to manage anxiety, um, four-part video training using the brain science side of it to cultivate that. And there's all kinds of, of tools, coping mechanisms, and, and other ways you can manage anxiety in a more effective way so that you're literally creating this plan. But it's so important, of course, that we include the medicine itself, which is God's word, God's promises. So that's what this Bible study is about. So as you're, it takes you approximately a month to go through the videos, and not that the videos are that long, they're only like maybe 15 minutes, but there are exercises attached to each one. And some of them are like 
do this for a couple of days or, you know, watch this on yourself for a week or whatever. So it takes some time to go through the process. And as you're doing that, you're going through this Bible study. It's just a great companion, again, to be learning the science and the the logical side of that kind of stuff, understanding your mind, understanding your brain, anxiety from that perspective, and then understanding it from the spiritual side and getting the tools, the medicine from God's word directly on. If I'm dealing with each of these different types of anxiety, how can I respond in a way that's going to help me in the moment? So the theme for week one is when the future feels uncertain and scary. And the verse that I have chosen to share on that is actually from day one. It's Isaiah 41, 13. So I'm going to walk you through how this works in the worksheets because I actually I went through and I completed this for myself so that you could get a sense of what you would be working through every day in this study. So we start off first with receive, which is the five hours Bible study method. And when we do receive, this is the Bible study part of the worksheet. So you're going to rewrite the, the verse first. You're going to rewrite it, which you're going to copy the entire verse as it's written in your translation. There's little boxes and areas to do that on the worksheet. And then the next step, you're going to restate. So you're going to replace each word in the verse with a similar word or phrase without changing the meaning. This is one of the most powerful parts of this receive section. We find um, ladies say that the verse really just opens itself up when we can begin to compare and use different synonyms for the words that maybe you've heard a thousand times, but you're like, oh, if I use this word instead, without, of course, changing what the, the meaning of the verse behind it. But if I use this, verse, this word instead, it really gives me a new perspective and a new take on the verse. So that's the second part, restate, and then relate. So you ask yourself, how have, have I seen this verse to be true in my life? What other verses or Bible stories does it remind me of? So that's again a chance to kind of connect what you're learning with what you already know about God, what you've already read about him in the Bible, what you've how you've already seen him show up in your life. And then the last step in the five R's inside of receive is to respond. So how how can you respond knowing that you have this information? How can you apply this verse to what's going on in your life today? Okay. So I'm going to walk through those five steps now with this verse, Isaiah 41, 13, so you can get a sense of how this is set up. So first, I'm going to read the verse. Pretty obvious, right? That's uh, that's done. The, we're going to rewrite the verse. So the verse itself, as it's rewritten, it says, For I hold you by your right hand, I, the Lord your God, and I say to you, don't be afraid, I am here to help you. This is in the New Living Translation, so that's literally taken from the New Living Translation, written in the box for rewrite. Then for restate, this is the part where I'm going to replace each word in the verse with a similar word. So I said, instead of for I hold you by your right hand, I said, for I, Jesus, am holding on to you by your right hand. And then I, the Lord your God, I said, yes, me, the one who was who has guided you your whole life and holds all things. And I say to you, don't be afraid, I'm here to help you. So I said, I want to let you know it's okay. Fear doesn't have to take over. I am right beside you and will help you through this. So it's really interesting because as you sit kind of quietly and listen to what the Holy Spirit might be saying to you or might be how he might be customizing the truths in these scriptures to really put it in your vernacular, so to speak. It's it's powerful because it, it does. It, it gives you a new insight as to how it may be applying. God may be using it to apply it to your life. So then relate is the next part. And so that's how, how have I seen this verse to be true in my life or how can it remind me of other Bible stories? So I wrote, well, just knowing God is with me at all times is such a comfort. This truth makes me feel strong and not alone. It reminds me of what Stephen must have felt to speak so boldly to the authorities about Christ 
or the time when God told Joshua to not be afraid, but to be courageous, to take hold of the promise that he'd been given. So we're just connecting it to other stories and how, again, this concept of God being in control and telling us not to be afraid might relate to other things we know of that maybe we've walked through or things that we know about from the Bible. And then respond. How can you apply this verse to what's going on in your life today? So I said, I saw a card the other day that aptly sums up what I'm feeling as a response. Grateful for where I'm at, excited for where I'm going. There's so many new things and unknowns on the horizon, but I am able to take the next step toward them in confidence because you, God, are holding my right hand. You won't let me go. You won't leave me. You are with me and you are for me in all things. And that quells my anxious heart. I'm saying I'm choosing to believe that even though there are things in front of me that are both scary and humbling and, you know, all the things that I could feel that I'm choosing to say, I'm believing that as I walk through those things, God's going to be with me. He says here in this verse that he's got my right hand. He's here to help me. So with that truth in mind, all I have to do is take the next step. All I have to do is move forward with one thing. So that's the receive section. Are you stuck in anxious thought patterns, even though you know God tells you not to worry? Is your mind consumed by what ifs? It's like you want God's peace, but you don't know what to do with all these anxious, fearful thoughts. Well, I totally understand. I struggled with anxiety most of my life, even as a Christian. And it wasn't until I became a neurocoach and learned the brain science behind anxious thoughts that I finally was able to find freedom from those fearful what if thoughts that had left me an emotional mess. Listen, it's not enough to intellectually know God's promises that he'll calm our fears. We need practical, brain and biblically based mindset tools to understand how to access God's life-giving peace when anxiety strikes. We need the tools to get the truth into our thoughts. You're invited to join me for a free anxiety workshop where I'll give you the first steps to conquering anxiety. You have the power to manage your anxiety with grace and truth, and I want to help you get started on this journey. Sign up now for this free anxiety workshop at vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash anxiety. Look, there's always going to be a reason to be fearful and anxious. Jesus said so himself. Let me teach you the mindset life skills that every Christian woman needs to take charge of her thoughts and effectively manage anxious thoughts when they strike. Sign up now for this free anxiety workshop at vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash anxiety. So I've received that truth from God. Now I'm going to move on to recognize. And recognize is really an amazing section because it's as you practice this, this tool of recognizing, you become more aware of it and you become closer to Christ, I really believe. The, the practice of recognize is in some ways gratitude. It really is looking in the last 24 to 48 hours, how have I seen the fingerprints of God in my life? And I, I, I hesitate to, to refer to it simply as gratitude because I think sometimes we get caught up in just really kind of a broad level, high level a look at how God is working in our life. We can say, well, thank you for the food you gave me and thank you for a house. And those are all things that, yes, honestly, of course, we're grateful for those things. At the same time, when we can, if we say them over and over, it kind of loses its meaning. And God is at work in so many little intricate ways throughout our days that once we start to tune our eyes to them, and I think of it as like putting on glasses, we can look, put these glasses on and begin to see how he's at work. It's just, it really changes and gives us hope in our ability to walk forward through difficult times. So here is this, there's a space on the worksheet for three things. And so I wrote down the gift of being able to take pictures out of my frames and that it was fairly easy, both physically and emotionally. So what that means is I have had 
wow, I've had this project in my heart for a long time to be able to take down and organize some of the pictures in our house, some of the frames that are around that have pictures of my kids when they were really little and my kids are growing and changing like I'm sure yours are too. And so I didn't know what to do with them. And honestly, I went through a stage where it would cause me a panic attack, truly, to look at these pictures because I was just like, they're growing so fast and I don't know where the time's going and what if this and I don't, well, did I do all that I should as a mom? It just triggered all this stuff in me. And so I found myself putting it off for a really, really long time. And recently I just had this really simple realization, which I really believe was from God. And it was just, why don't you just take those pictures out of the frames not all of them, but you know, a majority of them. And why don't you just find a simple scrapbook and put them in there and just doesn't have to be perfectly laid out. It doesn't have to be in certain order just to have a safe place for all of them. But then you can bring in some of these new images too. And it sounds so simple, but it really is taking me a long time with God's work in my heart to be able to get me to a place where I could do that. So kind of a long explanation, but I actually did that last week, this weekend or yesterday, actually it was, I pulled them out. And it took me like maybe 30 minutes to do all of that. And I couldn't believe it. I'd been putting it off and putting it off. And God just kind of said, all right, let's do it. And so that was such an encouragement to me. And then another one, <laughs> this is funny. I said, the ability to laugh at myself despite my my the skin on my face right now. So I had to have a procedure done <laughs> a few days ago to remove some precancerous growths on my face. And it resulted in my entire face literally... Um, being covered in blisters and it's peeling and it's bright red and now like red and orange and yellow, all these crazy colors. So if you were to see a video of me right now as I'm recording this, it would be very interesting. So <laughs> anyway, this all happened right before Mother's Day weekend. And I was like, well, I'm not going to, you know, I still want to celebrate with family and go out. And so the part that was a, a recognizing God at work for me was that I said, I'm still going to church. I'm still going out to eat because I mean, obviously I cannot put any foundation or anything on my face. My face is very, very, very tender. It's just peeling and, and gross, <laughs> honestly. But I said, I don't care. I'm going out. And my family were here from out of town and we were just, we had, we were just kind of laughing about it all weekend. Just funny little things like, oh, you're, you're the same color as your red shirt right now. Or I don't know, just silly things we said all weekend. And I could genuinely laugh at myself. And like I said, go to church even and be like, I don't care this is me, right? And this is who I am. And so God has done that work in me. And it's fun just to kind of have those moments where you're like, no, this is who I am and, and I'm fine with it. Um, and then, yeah, that was just another way that I really saw God at work is I saw, I just, we had a great weekend together with my family and we had a chance to see everyone together on Mother's Day and to take a picture of my parents with all of our kids. And um, that's just, I don't even know. I can't remember the last time I have had a picture of both of my parents with all of my kids together. And it like, it's a beautiful picture. The lighting is great. Everybody's smiling. So I was like, what a gift, Lord. Thank you. So again, it's little things. It's little things throughout the day that when you begin to do this over and over and you recognize it, God does big things. So that's the recognize part. And then release. I'm not going to read the release part because it's kind of private, but this is the part where if there's after we have received God's truth and we've recognized him at work, there still are things. There still are always going to be things where we're like, but Lord, I'm still 
worried about this thing with this child, or I'm, I'm, this is coming up and I, I, I'm concerned about X, Y, Z. And it's that chance where we just open our hands and we say, God, please help me to release this to you and to let it go to you. So that's the three parts of the spiritual growth rhythm. Receive, recognize, and release. And that's what we do inside the Bible study of the Calm Your Anxiety Toolkit. And if you want to learn more about that toolkit, you can go to calmyouranxietytoolkit.com and you can pick it up and get started today. It's it's taught as an on-demand course. So you can go through the trainings and download the Bible study and all the other resources and tools that go with it. You can get that and go through it at your own pace. And so I wanted to make that as a resource available at all times for anyone who needs it. So I'm going to share with you, I said we'd share four verses. So we shared that first Isaiah 41, 13 verse from week one, but I want to share three other verses so that you can have those two in your back pocket moving forward. So week two is when life is stressful and overwhelming, which happens all the time, of course, right? For all of us. So the verse that I selected, one of the five from that week is Psalm 145 verses 14 to 16. I'm going to read that to you here. The Lord helps the fallen and he lifts those bent beneath their loads. The eyes of all look to you in hope. You give them their food as they need it. When you open your hand, you satisfy the hunger and thirst of every living thing. God is faithful to help us when we are burdened by so much. And we look to him with hope and he absolutely satisfies that hunger. So when we're feeling stressed, I felt like that verse really, to me, is one of those that I cling to. Another one from week three. This theme for week three is when you're anxious about a specific event. And the verse that I chose, one of those five, is Exodus 14, verses 13 to 14. And this verse says, But Moses told the people, Don't be afraid. Just stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. The Egyptians you see today will never be seen again. The Lord himself will fight for you. Just stay calm. So this is that picture of Moses and the children of Israel standing on the Red Sea, seeing the Egyptians come to them, and they were absolutely terrified, freaking out. And Moses is telling them, look, this is the moment. This is the moment where you're going to get to decide, am I going to trust God or not? Am I going to lean on my faith? Am I going to believe everything that I say I believe? Sometimes he puts us in these moments where we have no choice but to absolutely trust him and to just sit in that place where he has, to, he has to be the one to do the work. There's nothing else more that we could do. And so we have to learn how to stand still. We have to learn how to just let him rescue us. And that's a not a familiar skill for us as humans. We wanted to step in and rescue ourselves, especially moms and women. We just were like, yeah, we do it. We get it done, right? We, we don't need any rescuing. But really, this is sometimes God takes us to these places where we just have to be still. And so maybe that's a, a verse that, encourages you specifically um, for an event you have coming out. It definitely encourages me. And so that's why it's one of those five that we have in for week three. And then week four, the theme for that week is when you're not sure what's going to happen. Yeah. Have you ever been in that situation where you're just like, I am clueless because it looks very dismal. Um, I'm really, I'm really afraid by a lot of things and I don't know what to even believe anymore, God. Psalm 94, 19 is the verse that I chose out of the five for that week. When doubts filled my mind, your comfort gave me renewed hope and cheer. Just the fact that we have doubts and we question things sometimes, God is there with us in our doubts, and He comforts us by reminding us of His promises, reminding us of who He is, and that those things aren't going to change no matter what's ahead for us. So that's a sample 
of the powerful verses that are inside the Bible study of the Calm Your Anxiety Toolkit. And again, the toolkit is much more than a Bible study. It's this four-part video training. It includes these, um, even in the Bible study, there's devotionals and there's 16 other verses that you can look up for more study. And um, there's also... In, outside the Bible study, there are Bible affirmations. We have 20 power Bible affirmations for anxiety and fear, which are huge things that you can just claim and cling to in the moment that are specifically tailored to those kinds of topics, like when you feel like this or when you feel like that. And then there's also two very powerful sheets. One is um, maintenance, healthy coping strategies for anxious thoughts. So what do you do on a, what can you do on a regular basis to kind of keep yourself in a place where you're healthier overall mental, so to support your mental health. And then what can you do in the moment? Those 36 things there for healthy coping strategies for anxious thoughts. There's also a list of podcast episodes on managing anxiety, worry, surrendering fear to God, and a calming meditation. So all of this is part of this kit that helps you create the resource itself, the the your personal plan for how you're going to manage anxiety when it rises up. And it's this working living document that you can have over and over again to be able to help yourself through that. So again, check it out, calmyouranxietytoolkit.com. And if nothing else, take these verses and meditate on them. Find one of them that you really resonated with today or one of the themes that you resonated with and I encourage you to spend some time with God alone in your journals thinking, Lord, how can I apply this to my life? What is true about this right now? And how can it? How can you use this, this truth from your word to bring me more comfort? All right, friend, we're going to be continuing this conversation on anxiety next week. I would love to be able to connect with you more on it then. And in the meantime, will you reach out to me on Instagram? I would love it if you would follow me. It's at Alicia Michelle Coach. We share all kinds of extra resources on the Instagram and a lot of times we have excerpts from the podcast or all kinds of other goodies that are on there, affirmations, other things that I would love to be able to share with you there. And I would love to be able to connect one-on-one with you there, answer any questions you have. You can suggest even ideas for some of these podcast episodes. So check it out at Instagram. It's at Alicia Michelle Coach. All right, friend, I'll see you back here next week. Thanks for joining me today. Please go to christianmindsetcoachpodcast.com and click on podcast in the menu to get the full show notes and more information on the resources that we talked about. And don't forget to subscribe and to leave a five-star rating and review on your favorite podcast player. Thanks so much in advance. I'll see you back here for the next episode.